the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Lindsay Barnett. Welcome back to the London Free Press Podcast. So appreciate you being here. Excited to chat today because we're going to be talking about some good things and some changes happening in the downtown core of London. Um, Bit of a breath of fresh air as when any changes occur. Uh, I'm really excited. I'm joined by London Free Press reporter Norman DeBono today. Norm, how are you? Very well, thank you, Lindsay. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. I'm I'm hoping we don't lose power or have any glitches. Um, yeah, we're recording June storm. 1st. There's a storm going on right now, and my lights have already flickered a couple times. So hoping that we get through this uninterrupted. Um, you spoke to somebody at downtown London earlier this week. And for those of you listening, you can read about this in the pages of the London Free Press or over at lfpress.com. Interesting statistics in your article, Norm. So in 2021, downtown London listed 35 new businesses opening in the core, many of them being restaurants and cafes. So far this year, we're looking at 26 more that have already opened or planned to open. That's amazing. It's amazing. And I don't really, and I'm not, I don't have any magic sort of bullet or explanation as to why it's happening. I'm sort of shocked and amazed as someone who's been downtown, you know, let's face it, it's talk off the cuff about, about the challenges there. And, you know, we can't really sort of discuss this without first discussing why it is so surprising, such, so, such a pleasant surprise that businesses are opening down there. You know, we have a vacancy, a commercial vacancy rate of nearly 30% downtown. That is office space. One in, in every three office spaces is, is, is vacant. Um, um, you know, we have a homelessness issue. We have a vacancy issue. You know, there's a drug addiction and a mental health challenges in the core that surface for retailers. So, and of course there's road work. It's another summer of downtown being torn up with a lot of BRT construction, which makes navigating the downtown pretty difficult. But, but in spite of all that, for, for two years in a row now, we have this, and of course we had the pandemic of two years, which people kept out of the downtown because businesses didn't have their office workers downtown, like the London Free Press, which hasn't returned to their offices yet in the core. So, Despite all those headwinds, uh, businesses are persevering. They're still going ahead. As you said, 35 in 2021, 26 to date this year, four months in. That's a quarterly figure. So, I mean, and that's going to increase. There's talk that even more, even looking at, at the downtown. Now, most of those are cafes, restaurants, takeout places, some sit-down restaurants. But, I mean, the question is how and why? And and how do we how do we sort of make sense of that? And the sense that I got from speaking to the downtown association, to speak about some merchants, about some people who are moving and reopening re- and reopening there, like Rob Noel reopening Neptune Restaurant on the side of the of the great old Prince Al's, Prince Albert Steiner, which is iconic, really, um, is that they still believe they they're aware of the challenges. They're not they're not clueless. They they know that there are problems down there, but they still believe it's a place of um, destination that people are still going to come downtown to dine. They're still going to come downtown. To, to eat, that the office traffic will return. They, they know that it's still, and it is slowly sort of flowing back more and more, and that there will be, um, there'll be more coming. And, more, and a lot of the eateries are also doing a lot of takeout, a lot of uh, you know, the Uber Eats and Skip the Dishes and all that good stuff. Those food delivery services <clears throat> are keeping a lot of places uh, going. And, and the market itself, the Covent Garden market, 
a lot of the restaurants and the cafes and the shops there do a quite a brisk skip the dishes business, I've heard. So, I mean, it's beyond all sort of logic. It's, it is, it is working. And um, I'm, I'm really happy about that. It is a good sign. It is a sign of sort of, uh, of hope. And, and I think if you walk downtown on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, you'll see why the patios are full. I mean, Restaurants are full. People are going downtown. It still is a draw despite these challenges. And I think we can take some comfort in that. And if I'm a downtown person or if I'm a politician or if I'm a, an administrator in the core area, I'm thinking, this is something we need to build on. How can we build on this and go from there? So I know more is being done in that area. I'm always pleasantly surprised to hear growth happening in the city, regardless of the time. But you're right. You add in the pandemic and a lot of restaurants that had opened just prior to the pandemic hitting um, suffered. And a lot of businesses were forced to close their door. And downtown obviously is always a concern. Rent, very expensive right downtown. And I will say I was downtown for the first time uh, since last summer. I was out on a patio on the May long weekend with some friends of mine and walked past what was the Prince Albert's diner. Now I went to Prince Al's before they closed. I went there last oh. week and had to, had to, it's a, it's a classic here. Um, and I was really excited to see Neptune diner. Um, and so I want to chat a little bit about that. Cause I know that you spoke to the original owner of Prince Al's who has now right. opened Neptune. Um, I get all of the Jetson vibes from this. So what, what can you tell me about Neptune? Cause I haven't been yet and I'm dying to go. That's very deliberate. So, so Rob Noel, who opened Prince Al's, ran it for 11 years before selling it and, uh, and handing the business off to, uh, to, to a brother-sister combination there in the city. That they ran it for 25 years. So he has sort of um, resurrected Saturn, which is, sorry, Neptune, which is um, uh, a 50s sci-fi themed diner. You're right. It's a Jetson vibe. They're trying to get that sort of cool, slick kind of 50s theme to it. And um, and, uh, you know, I think it works. And, uh, you know, the, the, the food is a staple of diner fare. You can get your, your you know, Saturn burger. That's why I made that, I was confused about that. But um, uh, the diner fare there off the top. And it could be, um, uh, I, I think it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a great spot. I think it's going to be an iconic spot as well. I, I certainly hope so. I don't know if it's going to be as beloved as Prince Al's, but um I think it's going to be, it's a real win for the, for, for, for the downtown, for that area. That is such an important intersection. It's a large intersection. It has a lot of traffic. It gets a lot of the Western crowd as well as the downtown business crowd. So I think they're going to manage to tap into something, but you know, he, he didn't need to open that. Rob Noel didn't need to open it, but he said that he just, he just missed the, the energy of operating a, a, a diner in the core area. And he wanted, and, and he thought there was a real opportunity to do something special and, from all the looks of it, you know, Neptune sounds like it could be just that. So let's hope. Am I sad that Prince Albert's closed? Absolutely. Am I elated that a diner has opened up exactly where Prince Al's diner was? Absolutely. Did you talk to Rob at all about any of the challenges he may face with regards to staffing? Because this was something we heard a lot about in the pandemic service industry. <laughs> Uh, because it was open, close, open, close. It was, it was almost impossible. Um, did he speak to that at all? Yeah. Every, every merchant I talked to in the downtown, a lot of business people across the board are speaking about the challenges of, of finding staff, the labor shortages looming and the service industry restaurants in particular are getting quite hard hit. Um, 
I think that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this summer you're looking at reduced hours, you're looking at uh, uh, businesses perhaps not being open as late or in as many days as they were in the past because they're looking at, at staff, staff shortages. I don't think, I, do, I, I don't think uh, Neptune and Rob are facing labor shortages right now. They're just opening now. So they have the staff in place for that. But I think it's an ongoing concern for any business in any sector, but you're right in saying that the service sector has been especially hit hard. It's a, it's a hard job. It's a tough job, you know, working as a server in any, or a wait person in any establishment. So um, yeah, there are gonna be some issues there. But again, you know, when I, you know, I talked to some restaurant people about this and about the other challenges, like there's supply chain issues because of, that are lingering from pandemic. Supplies aren't lingering. You know, uh, if you wanna do a renovation to your, to your place, you can't really get tradespeople to, to, to do it. But, you know, I, I spoke to, um, uh, to some restaurant people about that. And they said that for some reason, restaurant people just persevere. They have this dogged determination that keeps them going. And they just, they just make the best of it and they work through it. And um, that's, uh, I think that's very true. And that's to their credit. Absolutely. We talk about 26 businesses, most of them being restaurants and cafes opening this year, if not a good portion of them already being open. I'm going to put you on the spot. I don't know that you have this figure. Is there an average that we see of new businesses opening up downtown specifically yearly pre-pandemic? Yeah, no, that's a very good question. No, I, I'm not aware of that. And I, I think I could probably dig around and find that out. So maybe I should do just that. But you know, we know that last year was 35 and to have 35, you know, in the, in the teeth of the pandemic to me was shocking. But I would not be surprised if it's in the 20, 30 range every year. I mean, the other side of that is that some businesses leave, right? Some businesses close, they move on, they don't make it. So there's a, there's a natural churn in that cycle. And that's true of any service industry, especially the restaurant sector. So um, I'm thinking that, that, you know, that number seems to be pretty high to me, probably higher than average. But I, I, it would be a safe bet that, that there are, numerous businesses opening and closing the core area every year. And, and I think ultimately that can be very healthy. That can be a very- You make such a good point. Um, 26 may be opening, but how many did close their doors for good? Like I said, I was downtown May long weekend, took a walk down Richmond row and honestly haven't been for a walk downtown uh, in quite a while. And I was shocked at some mainstays, I will say that uh, are no longer there. Like Williams Cafe has now flipped to, I think Libro's taken it over. Um, it was quite shocking. Um, but this so, is, sorry, Norm, go ahead. Well, so I was just gonna, I was just gonna say that, you know, I think we have to bear in mind that, um, you know, there's there's always gonna be that 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 movement, that that, that back and forth. And um, I think that there are a lot of vacancies in the downtown, like I said, one in three office space. Uh, but it is just, you know, it's testament to the fact that some people are still willing to sort of, you know, take that, roll the dice and, and you know, take that gamble and, and locate there. So it's, uh, um, I'm not sure why, God bless them, but uh, I'm glad they're doing it. And uh, it's going to be very interesting sort of, um, it's going to be very interesting to watch how that unfolds post-pandemic as people, I think people are going to come downtown again. I think there's going to be a return. I think it's going to be slow and steady. Um, you know, it's not going to be a boom, but um, there's going to be, I think there's going to be more movement to the core and, and it'll be sort of reestablishing itself again. So let's hope. Definitely. While you were talking to the downtown London people, was there more discussion about more events? Because Poutine Feast also happened May long weekend and I went down to check it out on the Friday night, I want to say, and it was booming. And I was there around dinner time um, and I saw photos after the fact and it only seemed to get 
busier. Uh, is yeah. there more talk about using Dundas, like the flex portion of it, to drive more businesses downtown as we continue the post-pandemic recovery? I think so. And I think the city is directly involved in that. The city now has a department which um, every week they announce, you know, Dundas Place might be closed or might have events on it. You know, there were several events last week. There were some, there were some concerts and events last weekend. Um, but every week now, I think through the summer, you're going to see a regular rollout of, you know, shows, concerts, events, festivals, food festivals, um, some sidewalk events but for merchants themselves. Absolutely, there's going to be a lot going on and the city's going to be putting out regular bulletins on that as well, downtown London. Downtown London has been actively sort of pushing this sort of idea that, that you know, they want, they want the core area to have more of a profile in terms of, of going on stuff that's going on. And I think they're going to be moving that as well. So, you know, they have... Um, they have a budget where they are putting on events and pushing that. And I think it's interesting that if you look at the, the core area, downtown London handles merchants, they handle retailers, um, events, uh, they support merchants and everything from facade restoration to, to, to having staff work the downtown to sort of pr promote the core. But the London Economic Development Corporation is now also involved in the downtown, which not a lot of people know about, but they've taken on a mandate from the city hall direction. And so without additional funding, I must say, to sort of also try to move more, um, more, more businesses downtown as well, and encourage more businesses downtown. So, so the LEDC team is sort of looking at at that, and they've had some success in some technology businesses. Um, you know, they've uh, Tyke, which is a software development company. They've recently announced an opening of Space and Innovation Works. Um, that was we we're working with the LEDC on that. So there, so now there's a sort of a two pronged approach that is supporting merchants and retailers in the core but also the office sector itself, uh, seeing what can be done for, the, for that as well. So that's new, that's in its infancy. So it's gonna be to see how, how that plays out, if there's any traction there, but uh, hopefully that'll, that'll work too. I mean, it certainly can't hurt. It's all good things for the downtown core. Norm, I want to thank you so much for your time today. As always, super informative. Um, and again, if you're listening to this and you want to read more, head over to lfpress.com or, of course, in the pages of the London Free Press. I don't know if you're going to be watching this or listening to this on June 1st or June 2nd, but just a reminder that the election is happening tomorrow. It's currently June 1st at time of recording this. So if you haven't gone out to vote in advance polling, make sure you do so tomorrow. If you don't have your voter card, just want to remind you, you don't need it just take a piece of photo id and uh the people working the polls are fabulous so make sure you go out and do that norm looking forward to catching up with you again in the near future thanks for your time today thank you Lindsay. appreciate your help thank you we'll be back Bye -bye. again next thursday with another edition of the london free press podcast until then stay well